This is Heather Lassen, Special Projects Editor for the Angus Journal, with a September 29, 2023 update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains news from the 50th Annual Montana Angus Tour, news about a collaborative effort to advance sustainable land management across the Great Plains, and answers to common questions about DNA sampling. 50th Annual Montana Angus Tour draws hundreds. Attendees cite highlights of high-quality cattle, Good Conversations, and Plenty of Beef, adapted from a release by Miranda Ryman, Angus Media. Breeders from the United States joined the 50th Annual Montana Angus Tour last week, viewing cattle from more than 20 different ranches centered around Billings, Montana. Jenna Lee Wagner, a Montana producer and key organizer of this year's event, said every year it travels around and different ranches get to put their cattle on display. It's a a once-in-a-decade time that you get to have that many people walk through your cattle and see the genetics and see the amount of work and see opportunity that they could also add to their herds. A total of 423 registrations came from 27 states as well as Canada, Australia, and South America, giving tour goers plenty of opportunity to catch up with old friends and meet new. They also spent time looking at pedigrees and seeing the cattle in person. Wagner said, Joe Goggins talked about, we have to have cattle that one, read well on paper, but also look good with our eyes. We have to actually like these cattle when we look at them. To read more or to listen to the interview with Wagner, go to angusjournal.net. Advancing Sustainable Land Management and Resilience Across the Great Plains, adapted from a release by Sarah Fuller, Texas A&M AgriLife. Texas A&M AgriLife researchers are looking at a one-two punch to restore rangeland health and support sustainable livestock production today. Historically, human-made and naturally occurring fires shaped the prairie landscapes and the movement and habits of grazing animals, such as bison and pronghorn across the Great Plains. In turn, the successional patchwork of prairie vegetation promoted diverse habitat for birds and wildlife and provided nutrient-dense forage for grazing animals. Ben Wu, professor in the Texas A&M College of Agriculture and Life Sciences Department of Ecology and Conservation Biology, said historically, much of the Great Plains rangelands were far more open with pockets of wooded areas. But there has been a huge change in the landscape due to woody plant encroachment associated with changing land management practices and weather patterns. For the full story, click on the link in this episode's description. Common Questions About DNA Sampling Adapted from a release by the Performance Programs Department of the American Angus Association. Are you planning to take DNA samples on calves this fall? Maybe you're preparing cattle for sale and need results back for a sale book. What are some of the most commonly asked questions or issues with collecting DNA? We're here to tell you and we have some tips and tricks for sampling. What sample method is acceptable for twins? For twins, Either a hair or tissue sampling unit, known as a TSU DNA sample, is acceptable. Do not use a blood sample for twins. I use hair samples. What do I need to know? Hair samples can be taken on animals 4 months of age and older. Attach between 20 and 30 strands of hair with the root ball attached to the hair card. Do not cut the hair. Take the sample directly from the switch of the tail with pliers or tweezers. You can see the root balls on the end, and that is where the DNA is located. For more information, go to angus.org or click on the link in the show notes. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.